and thank you so much for tuning in to another special edition of the Gold Pill Podcast, where we have back, we're lucky enough to have back two weeks in a row, our mysterious, impeccable, intuitive, intelligent guest, Shaney. Hi, Shaney. Hello. Hello. And I have with me my brilliant, creative, um, witty, sarcastic, uh, brilliant, all the things co-host Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. I'm (laughs) feeling a little guilty for being late, but other than that, I'm going to let that go and just try to, but I am so, I just want to let everyone know how much I love my co-hosts and Meredith and Shane. Thank you for being here. I have an idea. What's your idea? You can make it up to everybody by telling us why you were late. Oh, okay. (laughs) Unfortunately, I got on a rabbit hole of my own this morning of watching some recent LA Comic-Con conventions. Uh, They aren't the real Comic-Con in San Diego, some more like, you know, ancillary ones, but looks pretty full nonetheless for a July in a convention center. And it got me thinking um, about the costumes that I was seeing and the wigs and the makeup and you know, ultimately, I've heard that these places don't have the best aromas at the end of the day. And then I just started putting two and two together. And I, you know, 10 minutes later, I get a text from Meredith. Where did my time go? I was in a void time hole of examining, yeah, the my perceived, my hypothetical perceived aroma of what a Comic-Con would smell like in July in LA. Wasn't great, got to be honest. Not the not. Christmas in July vibe that we are... Um that we are fostering that I am fostering a Christmas in July vibe. So how, how was your guys's week? I mean, amazing. (laughs) It's just been a a spectacular week. Um, You know, I, I dropped my cocaine in the white house, which is usually disappointing, but that was you. I knew it. Oh my God. You're such a cokehead. I, I tried to crash a UFO into the uh, White House to cover it all up, but they wouldn't give me the clearance. This time, my Q clearance has been revoked. Um, oh, no. I think they gave it to Tom DeLong, right? Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Not your Q clearance. <laughs> the well, Q clearance. Okay. What about you, Amy? It's been a great week, but the queue clearance and everything, can we, let's just like jump right in real fast. Is RFK going to run with Trump? Am I having a fever dream? Did I hear that out of nowhere? Is this real? Is the radical middle coming together to... (laughs) to Okay, right, right. To procure peace on the earth? Wait, hang on a second. It's like... I remember... Go ahead, Mare. No, I just think it's interesting how... God, people just dive right for it every single fucking time of like the savior. They dive right for the like um, the Mr. Fix It and the cleanup crew like every single time. And I think I, it's just not going to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to feel about it, but I know that it kind of gets into what we were going to talk about this week of like, you know, everybody growing in their stupidity basically I mean not to sound like not the people that listen to this obviously you guys are the most extremely intelligent bunch of them all however I think that there is like just a general like sundowning and a de-evolution and a drop in um 
just general like critical thinking and comprehension. And there's a lot of ways that I've observed this showing up even just this week. Um, but yeah, so just uh, wanting to share that. Yeah, that's that's a thing. What do you guys think about RFK and Trump running together? <laughs> I hear it, Shane. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Of Okay. Let's that talk about it. Why not? Well, just because I don't think Trump would do it. Um, Trump would need someone who kisses his ass a little bit more than I think RFK would be willing to do. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how much you're allowed to even talk about politics on podcasts anymore, but mm. I mean, I, I don't think this that is Trump a clown would... show. This isn't politics at this point. <laughs> Nothing is official and well, it is so silly. I know, but just, just for I hear you. censorship is, is all I'm worried about is them hearing words and thinking that I'm talking about something I'm not, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, just anyone who's not going to support the fact that the you know election was stolen from him and, and, and all of that doesn't seem to be his friend right now. I mean, um, I, so I, I just don't think that that could happen because of Trump himself. But uh, I'm just like not even super like into Trump and I didn't vote for him and I didn't vote for anyone and was just definitely like always on team us, you know, as opposed to team you know, red team, blue team, whatever. But like, I objectively like could see that it was stolen. Like I wasn't like oblivious to that. Right. Means just everybody should just vote harder <laughs> this time, you guys. <laughs> right. Okay. So when I thought about this at first, I was like, oh, I see why it's an incendiary ticket idea. And then upon further, so this was actually the conversation that led into the Comic-Con video. So, but I thought about how, what Trump sort of represented in the last year of his presidency with ushering in Operation Warp Speed, right? And we have RFK, who's like super fucking anti-Warp Speed, to say the least. And um, yes, but he's not. 100%, 100%. But I'm like, at face value, girl, yes, Um, on period. Go ahead. At face value, for sure. But like, it's so lame how they cover their tracks. Oh, you know, I'm not anti-warp speed. Right. I'm not anti-warp speed. And, yeah. and I get it. Like, I think maybe there's some method to these particular, I'm just going to say, shots sorry everybody um you know that there's some method to these particular shots being like absolutely horrible so that we're more likely to be like okay maybe these are more reasonable you know like down the line like that like slightly easier to swallow pill but um you know but he's not I mean mm. I think it's great that he's blowing the lid off of a lot of things like the adjuvants and like the childhood shots and um you know and and I think that there's a lot of really good points that he brings up like on Joe Rogan and on he was on Lex Friedman talking about the war and how it's nonsense and all of this stuff you know but then there's other things like um you know the U.S. is supposed to be a constitutional republic I don't care I don't care I don't have this like American exceptionalism in between my ears that a lot of people seem to, but I do notice words and I do notice the mincing of words. And I think that perhaps he's done some of that where like 
he calls it a democracy over and over again. And it's just not supposed to be a democracy. It's supposed to be a constitutional republic, which is a very different thing. And, you know, a democracy has a connotation that's much less of the people. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it leads it leads into authoritarianism, which is something that he supposedly rails against. And the Constitution and everything was set up for a constitutional republic. And so it's just interesting how the languaging has changed so much and we've gotten so far away from that. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not interested in what anybody has to say about anything. Same. I just want to like live in and exist in my, my cabin at my altar and like in my own little world and kind of just like, because everything that I've seen of politics and of people who would profess to create these massive waves of change, uh, I've been, yeah, disappointed. So I don't know. Absolutely. I had a wicked little daydream the other day thinking about him because um, there's a Bill Hicks joke about uh-huh. um, becoming president and how people come in with all these ideas. But then once you are president, they take you into a small room and they show you an angle of JFK's assassination that you've never seen before. <laughs> and imagine like RFK gets that job and that's true. RFK knows. Sorry, Shane. But like this, that exact joke came across my head with him, which I was like, well, the, it's funny because the Kennedys get sort of rewritten. I don't know. But whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. But uh can i just for a minute go ahead sorry girl his astrology though is crazy for like what like the overall sort of like plan seems to be for the u.s is like um you know his astrology is his sun sign is connecting to the u.s natal pluto and we're right in the yeah rfk and we're right in the middle of the u.s pluto return which is like sort of this like controlled like destabilization of the u.s and all of the structures and systems within it and i think that i mean it's just it's a little bit too on the nose where i feel like maybe this is just my opinion maybe he's being used to be like a person like an agent of disclosure or an agent of like you know letting people know like the corruption that has been you know, as they like continue to kind of like mock him and like sweep everything that he's saying under the rug, it's just kind of an interesting role that he's playing. I'm not sure that he'll get to play it all the way out just because I think, I don't know. I just, that's the past. The Kennedys are, are the U.S.'s past, you know, Capricorn and just sort of like the way that the u.s has been the quote-unquote world superpower like seems to be the past not that i want one thing or the other for the u.s it's just objectively it seems like the american dream and the white picket fence and like watching the kennedys on the tv and you know it's like that's and oh boy goody gumdrops you know that's the past right so I don't you know if they would let it play out in the future. Bring up such an amazing point with the past. First of all, I wanted to say you look beautiful. Your light is like shining in on you. That was what I was going to cut you off, but I'm glad I didn't because that was very interesting. Thank uh, you. 
um the nostalgia piece the first time he did it with the 80s and it's like make america great again blah blah and then it's like the 60s the kennedys would be totally a way to hearken in that you know that dynasty sort of era and i think you're absolutely right i think there yeah that's very interesting i think you also bring up a good point when you say that like none of us really have a dog in this fight either way as far as we're just trying to sort of see it like we do maybe and it's just we're trying to keep that to ourselves but like as far as just seeing it you want to see it for what it is as neutrally as possible i just like being able to continue to eat (laughs) you know what i mean i love civilization (laughs) people mock you when you say that but it's like no they go, you have no idea what it would be like. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. But I do like having, you know, access to what I need to have. Like, that is good just great. steaks, good food. I like to be able to eat. And so I'm continuing to, like, water the seeds in my own life so that I am able to continue to eat food. She likes oysters, you guys. I like so. oysters. I like steaks. I like, um, She's I cheap- actually, oh my God, you guys, I ate, I came like a close as I've been in a long time to eating a salad right before we got on here I had I know we don't like our vegetables here (laughs) I I love salad but I hear you there is a definite there when I hear people talk about eating salad the way that I used to talk about it and not like romanticize like I just know but it's like oh now I just think I saw this woman take all these raw vegetables and like dip them in mustard and first of all that wasn't an eating disorder somehow and second of all all I could think was that this woman's gut is gonna be like you know what I mean just like full of all that and all I could think of is like, this isn't good for you. Like, there's no way just eating a bunch of raw vegetables is good for you. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my my mind has totally gone crazy. Shane, it has been almost a year since we had you on the show the first time because I started eating meat almost a year ago. I was like, this is that time of year when I had a hot dog, a beef hot dog. Are you coming all- up on your meat anniversary? I am, but like <laughs> Shane was such a major part of that. Like he yeah it was you you heard you said things at the right time that I needed to hear and I think I just yeah needed my my body like needed to eat meat it's a fact I'm not accepting any credit for you eating a hot dog but no that- no no all beef organic <laughs> I'm telling you and also I'm working on not being so pure about shit too I really am because I realize like it's good to be metered in this way and this is kind of I guess a segue into our like broader topic which is I guess like discernment and people's like general individual ability to sort of navigate a murky situation and just the abilities that we see people are, are they are they getting better or are they getting worse as time goes on hard to say it's um uh-huh I, I think for a lot of people it's getting better but um you know at the same time part of the problem when everyone was asleep was that they were only privy to half the information which mm-hmm. was you know what was presented to them um through all these controlled ways and then when they wake up from that they're once again only privy to half of the information because mm-hmm. they they cut off the original one right and mm-hmm. um, furthering education in both directions i think is is obviously the key and um i think we might have talked about this last time about how you know with everything that's going on in the world right now the the worlds are overlapping between conspiracy and mainstream worlds right mm-hmm. so you know like as an example sound of freedom just came out and uh you know proof in the result they're attaching QAnon to it somehow right and yeah. it's, 
yeah, it's uh, in like all, especially I live in Canada and that's also important for the other question about your president. I live in Canada, so I don't really have a fight in that race either, obviously, <laughs> but um, I, I love watching it. It's fucking hilarious. Excuse Same. me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like people up here, especially I've been hearing it. Oh, the QAnon movie. Oh, that QAnon movie. Oh, that QAnon movie. And I'm like, oh man, it worked. It worked right because right that was the that was the reasoning the agenda behind all of that and um it's it continues to happen that it it kind of almost works like conspiracy theory all conspiracy theorists always did to just be like oh we don't need to listen to you well it's so weird because you would think the people okay just based on like basic understanding of politics polarized like black and white thinking that would care the most about trafficked people would be like the blue side. But what's funny is because the red side talks about it more, the blue side, as you were just saying, just shuts it out as if it's like not even a real. And then it's like, they look at it through, a it took me so long to realize that one of my best friends had been like trafficked from like basically Korea here to here mm. when she was three and she was saying it that way. But I was like, no, you were adopted. But it's like, that is the story that like I have been like, it was like a huge undoing when I finally like realized what she was saying. And I think I'm still one of her only friends that like really understands what she's saying. And it's like, first of all, you should just believe people and then kind of go from there. I mean, you know, with discernment, but also, you know, if it's your friend, but also it's like, but it was a real, speaking of the the programming block, like a real programming block to see international adoption um, through the lens of trafficking. And I still even feel uncomfortable saying that, even though I know it's a fucking fact, you know what I mean? So I do have to say that there's something really interesting to me about, um, okay, because we know that like, there's a certain type of person that is going to even go to see that movie in a theater, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, about that topic. And I kind of wonder too, like, how is, okay, this is where I go in my head. And I don't want to be one of those people that's like, everything is a psyop and everything is out to get you anyway. And so whatever, the like, safe not even, for that. Yeah. With you like, here. I know, I know, yes. girl, but. But also like, you know, what I've noticed is that there's, okay, so why is this, why is this being allowed? Why now? Why is this being allowed like to take place in the theater and like all across the country? And I'm like, damn, like they must be really low on energy or something because like, you know, what it does is it gets people very like upset and like very much like wanting to do something, but probably not knowing exactly where to place their energy. And I'm sure that maybe, I don't really know. I don't have an opinion on the people that produced it. There are some people that have very strong opinions one way or the other. Like I see that there's sure. like the, everything is a psyop crowd. And then there's like the people who are like, stop being divisive. We need to come together and like heal this planet. And like, you know, and it's just, and I can't help but going, but go back to what Shane always talks about, like, you know, which is sort of like that there's one aspect of this where like, they don't necessarily need the same level of energy, you know, kind of like collected in the same way. So there's like a quote unquote disclosure 
look at what we've been doing, neener, neener, let's get all of this energy from you. And then also like, you know, we'll change also simultaneously the way that we collect it, you know, and, and everybody's like leaving their super emotional and super like ready to get everybody and their friends and family in on the fight. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm um, sorry. I'm not laughing at it. It's a very, no, no, issue. you have a, and that's good. the other thing. That's the other thing is that it's a super serious issue that we should actually all be like, you know, taking somewhat seriously and actually like seeing maybe that there aren't any genuine solutions presented and there aren't any like actual sort of like things happening to stop it from continuing to go on. Right. So that's my whole entire spiel seeing the big picture of that, you know, I believe the movie was made five years ago. Wow. Yeah. um, I, I don't remember the details, something about Disney. Um, either owning the rights or stopping the rights or something like that to it. But it was made <clears throat> several years ago now. Um, I don't think, you know, putting it out at that time would have been very good for the movie. Mm. Um, more or less because of the, the QAnon example Q. on top of it, right? Because sure. uh, that would have been a little bit, say, overkill. And I think a lot of people behind the movie probably recognized that just in a, in a, a, a simple business sense. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it definitely pokes the hornet's nest that already exists right now with, um, you know, talk of grooming, talk of um, pedophilia, uh, minor attracted people um, on top of sex trafficking, all of that kind of all at once. And then, you know, they want each side look as extreme as they can. So coming into that next election election style kind of election cycle yes um, pushing that narrative pushing those buttons getting people all riled up like QAnon did um in that direction is a good thing to be able to point at when you want to be able to say hey look that side's crazy Mm. right yeah you know it's interesting there's this um show called mythic quest on apple tv that we just started watching because we like the sunny people always sunny and there's this there it's basically about this like video game and they have this huge server room and they find out there's a bunch of like nazis and they realize they don't want these nazis and the way they get the nazis off of the main playing field and they they get them to like kind of a locked in server where it's just them fighting each other about like very minor things and it kind of it just the way you kind of talked about the QAnon thing it's like oh well if we just put anything that we don't want to really have it's real but we don't want to have any credibility to it like whatever we'll just immediately attach it to QAnon so QAnon kind of created this black hole of I don't know magnet of anything that's sort of remotely bad but then the problem is is that it gets attached to the QAnon thing which is like well then it's therefore crazy because a lot of people getting into this whole logic of evolution thing can't like take the minute to right like get past <laughs> good bad like it's there's obviously more to it than that they almost fought back on the words conspiracy theorists because a lot of conspiracy theorists so to speak have been correct over the last couple of years and even having like someone like elon musk say that outright well turns out all those conspiracy theories were true right, right? um they right. It's almost like they need another word for it 
right? Uh, and Jackie, yeah. Another way to make it sound bad or another level to push that to, right? It's like they kind of use Alex Jones in that way or Infowars in that way, right? Kanye. It's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the thing about that narrative is that that's ceasing to work, you know, and like they are, they're also probably going to use the words anti-Semitic, even though when you trace, like, if you look at like, say Trump, which was like a foundational member of like the Q, like fantasy or, you know, like lore or whatever. Yeah. He's so like intimately, deeply connected with Israel that it's like, really like, you just have to like do a cursory internet search on like Trump's relationship with Israel to see that there's nothing like that is incendiary or goes against like this, like, biblical sort of narrative around Israel that Trump contributes to like there's nothing he's he does nothing to push back against um against that and they said the same thing about Mel Gibson uh, that he was anti-semitic and you know I just I think at a certain point in time like a lot of these words that they use anti-semitic conspiracy theorist all of this it ceases to work well, I think you're, and then you're at that right. point we need to have biometric like whatever to access the internet or something you know what I mean I think that's what the play is right because if they can't like do if they can't do the whole tolerance thing if they can't do the whole like um you know like making themselves seem better by like you know putting other people down just kind of classic narcissist tac- tactics then they go isn't that the thing, Shane, that they're just going to go by force? I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to say that I want that to happen, obviously, but like at a certain point in time, you just can't win the argument. And so then what do you do? You know? Unfortunately, I mean, um, yeah, I think, did we bring this up? The culture war and Mm. like what we're calling a culture war now, it's, it's, you know, what starts civil wars, right? And, um, you know, if you're kind of looking to destroy your enemy from within, then inciting that kind of as much as you can. Um, right. And uh, proof being in the result and, and, you know, talking about your election, like I'm still of the mind that I'll be very surprised if we have one. Or For if sure. You have one, True. Right? That's a good point. Are you um, an honorary like getting... American? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know. We're, I, I, I could get kicked out of my country for talking about my country almost right now, right? Because look at, what, look at what we're doing with our news where people aren't really hearing it. Everyone's hearing, oh, great. Trudeau wants to get Canadians making more money off of their news. No, he wants to make it so that the only news is the news that he gets paid by him. They're trying to do that in California. They have to listen to him, right? So he's trying to step in as the middleman between Facebook and Twitter and all of these places to say, no, if you're going to pay them, you have to pay them and only them, right? And and that way I get paid. And then that way I control that. And that's right. And, um, And so it's almost... My country loves it. Canadians are all like, "Woo! No more disinformation! No more Donald Trump! Yay!" And, oh gosh, um, yeah. Right? I think yeah. that I don't think Trudeau is going to last much longer. I don't think Putin's going to last much longer. I don't think that 
Biden's going to last much longer. I think they're all going to die. And then their memory is going to be like, it's like, look at these honorable men. And like, you know, it's going to be like one of those gaslights, I think, when when they and I think that there's a limited time on Trudeau, actually. And I think that people are going to be like, you know, specifically people who are like thinking people might be like, oh, yay, you know, until they see who he is replaced with. And that's yeah. my um, prediction. So you heard it here first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's always like how it is, is like when someone terrible goes away, like you're like, yes, for like a hot second. And then it's, yeah, immediately replaced with someone more incompetent, more controlled, more just kind of like backed out, you know, like, look, you know, our fucking presidency not to even who cares but like it's just the most checked out like it is almost it is like if we were watching a tv show very funny the amount of like it's just how checked out everyone is of everything if you compared it to even yeah like 20 years ago that's wild but that is is also go ahead no it is like i think that if you look at like sometimes when he's speaking it's like very clear that he's speaking in front of a type of set you know and then also if you look at like his his face it like changes and then it changes again and then it changes again and like there's like always like a new like a new type of like masking or you can see like that there's like lines on his like where his chin meets his throat and you know and I I just it's yeah that I'm there's lots of like sus shit there that's like yeah, um, yeah that's yeah, hollywood the recent one was the oxygen they've been hooking them up to oxygen or something they say it's a cpap machine but um cpap machines uh, the 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 strapping's different what he has is consistent with an oxygen mask Mm-hmm. also cpap machines for rich people are like this big like if you like they're like for your nose so you're not telling me that joe biden is still on a cpap machine from the 80s from medicare like that is insane to me maybe he is but like probably is on a CPAP machine as well right yes just- i would the cpap machine is maybe the most correct thing about the thing that i vibe with the most about the story i'm like yes he, the possibility of him being on a cpap machine is highly probable he's a very old man yeah it's probably very, very like it's and, just... and that's, that's a good example though right because hmm. it's not necessarily one or the other it can be uh-huh. right like the, like the controller right he's he yes he is on a cpap machine but he's also getting oxygen or some type of gas uh given um drug we all know it's adrenochrome chain <laughs> or whatever <laughs> right drip. Like, that is and like the fact that like okay so it's like how many lies can you stock up on other lies can you stock up on other lies can you stock up on other lies like that's just how where I get with it and it all kind of like serves to just my opinion now I'm, I'm getting really like uh you know like annoyed and like not angry necessarily but like I'm just like come on what the fuck is wrong with everybody you know like it's like yeah. my energy right now is like Relatable. it's all to break the american mind biden is a humiliation ritual for the states and you cannot change my stubborn ass mind okay like and it's just um it's just like you know people are like look the illusion it's showing itself and it's like yeah they're mocking us like that's not a um 
it's not a good thing. Like, I mean, it is, I guess like, yay, everybody knows that this is all a farce, but at the same time, they're mocking us and like, they're doing it just to show that like, look, you won't do anything like, because look at what you're, you know, so that's where I kind of get at with like, okay, you know, I have, I have no choice because, you know, Shane and Amy were always talking about consciousness and how magical the human spirit actually is and how like mom is connecting with us right now and like all of this stuff. So I just have to like reroute myself back to that if I have any like chance of having a happy like existence because of how I'm still smart. Okay. Like I haven't lost my smarts at all. Like, you know, and so it's just torture for people that are, you know, kind of like able to see it and are looking And then it's like me getting all like annoyed and all aggravated and like, you know, that's exactly what is wanted for someone like me, you know? So I know, you know, I think you're like really discovering your soul as a tortured artist, because this is truly how artists have been seeing the world for a very long time, which is a very like base level, like this shit is fucked up and I'm going to talk about it. And he's like very veiled ways so that smart people can like figure it out and see it. And I'm also going to dream a new future for people that maybe a few other people will catch on to, you know what I mean? But I think that is the anger of like, why can't you see it? And that's when you start showing people in like very creative ways, which you already are. But it's like, that's when it really, like the rubber hits the road. I really do. Cause it's like- um, The world is a stage. Well, yeah. And not everyone is always ever going to be at the same, you know what I mean? Understanding, let's just put it that way. And so you can't like rely on that. And also we just posted something on Montauk this morning that Shift sent me, friend of the show. And it's all about how- we are like extra sensitive people for whatever reason, neurodivergence, trauma, uh, whatever have you, autism, however you identify that uh, psychic, however. And you take in like so much more information. A lot of the people listening are like this too. And we are like, kind of like looking at other people, like, why are you so dense? Like you're not seeing this for what it is. And it's like, well, because you, we forget that we sort of have like uncommon sense what may have been common sense at one point is now uncommon sense, meaning that it's sensical. It's just people are not, you know, like you were saying, like people don't get out of the way for you when you're on a bike, even at their own benefit. Like they still can, it's just people are so locked into their own shit and not in the beautiful magical way, but in the, like, I'm not even doing this on purpose, ignorance, like I'm into my bingo game sort of way, you know? So I don't know. I'm just really happy that you're finding your artistic, your artistic way. And that does come by way of like, you know, there's a nihilistic like moment and there's a like real frustration moment. And then there's like, I know you'll find it because you are, you already are in touch with it, but like, you'll find it. I don't know what I would do without you. (laughs) Like literally, actually. (laughs) And, um, and yeah, it it has been a funnel into my own sort of like, uh, you know, my weird study that I've been kind of like fostering more and more in the last couple of months for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're developing like a very, very real authentic perspective and that's why it fucking irritates you or me. I don't know, probably not Shane at this point. He's so stoic, but like the rest of us in the world, like we still get really irritated sometimes when people want to come up against our shit. And it's like, because for so long we've had to like cultivate the garden, you know what I mean? And it's like, you're not just going to come in here and eat all my fucking shit. Like 
this garden means something to me. My perspective means something to me, you know? And it's like, you're going to fight for it when someone comes at it, which is why it's so irritating when other people don't get it, you know? Hmm. Shane, you've been doing like art stuff for a while. Um, Meredith just told me about a monologue that you either have done or have scheduled. Oh, well, it's uh, I do usually two a month on I my Patreon. That. that is just a monologue. Like most of it's a monologue, right? Just me talking. Um, I love that though. Like even calling it a monologue is like this is like a, it just harkens a different vibe. I really love it. Yeah, I, I just originally just called them podcasts, and then someone else in the audience had called it a monologue and that's uh, i just kind of brought took it on because that is what it is yeah um, i i like that myself i always really have of just like this is the topic let's do like a kind of stream of consciousness on that topic right and yeah uh, and then to record it live adds a whole other dynamic to it where it's like whatever came out of my mouth is now set in stone and that's what it is right and then from there it can lead to questions and a whole other series of conversations and um what i always find interesting is a lot of the time i i have guests on as well and record conversations with guests and not all most of the guests i have on don't listen to those monologues but mm -hmm. a lot of the i'll end up in those conversations and we'll be they'll be bringing up the same subjects and i'm like i, I literally have a talk about that like a week from now how many times have you heard me say that Meredith I literally have a talk of that coming that's up that's so like, funny yeah, in the in the zeitgeist you know what I mean and like the people who are you know I don't know yeah the energy that you are probably attracting and sharing is like it's you know not not the word synchronistic that word has been speaking of words that have been like used and abused to shit it's but it's like a nice harmony it's a nice overlay that really seems to work I do think it's funny just to really go back quickly to the idea of the QAnon being the new conspiracy theorist, the new derogatory, and how the evolution of language has really worked there. And that was a very, very smart way of thinking it. Because I'm like, the same way that like gay people reclaim language, or you know what I mean, certain groups reclaim, like, I think conspiracy people have already done that, which because it's like a term from the 60s or something. Mm. And like you were saying, Meredith, it's like totally, but if someone says you're QAnon, I'm immediately like, no, I'm not you know what I mean like I will make a distinction there and that's that's interesting to me that it's I mean I haven't actually been accused of being a QAnon person since my mom right around 2020 but that was when it got an all-time high but me neither well, it's, it's dismissive right it's a tactic yeah. that people use it's the same thing as like and you guys have probably noticed this when people give you a list of like 20 questions in one comment and in between each question is a comment and like what it is, it's it's like a layer cake and you can't, you know, from the amount of time, like I need to start at the top of your cake and I need to explain why the, the icing is incorrect. But yes. the icing is also incorrect because like, you know, that layer of your cake is actually just completely incorrect right and so right. by the time you get through that but the people use that as a tactic in order to just not listen to you right sure. and, and that's that's it wow. and, yeah uh, you know after years of speaking publicly you know it's very clear that people can become committed to misunderstanding you mm. right that's the truth yeah that's yeah. actually that's one for the uh for the ages right there how much time do we have left because that's actually the most amazing way to like end it right there we have that's five the same minutes thing that's going on with the dismissiveness of the q anon type 
type thinking, right? Or like, yeah. than, oh, you're on the, you're far left or you're far right type thinking, right? right. It's, it gives us an out to dismiss. Yeah, there's it's, that secret yeah. third thing that happens when you go from one side to the other and then you kind of go back into like a recalibration and that I guess is the recipe to my layer cake. And so should anyone like come at me from my layer cake recipe as disgusting as they might find it? Like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> It's very much There's... my cake. It's the recipe has been perfected by me and I'm the only one that has to eat it. And luckily a few people <laughs> seem to enjoy it. But like, other than that, it's not for you. Go eat I your own layer cake. cake. Um, but I was going to say that um, there's something that, you know, kind of like happens with people. And like, I really like have not received this type of treatment since like maybe like April of 2021 Honestly, mm -hmm. like it's been a long time since anybody has spoken to me in that way, because I think like as they talk to me, they realize that I'm not like right a moron, right? And that I'm coming at it from a similar like just like the whole like classical liberal like perspective of like compassion and like actual genuine like tolerance and, you know, being a peace loving fucking hippie you know is kind of really what it comes down to right so yeah so like you know there's um like I think that that's clear once you start talking to me and what I've noticed though is that I personally will like shut it down and like will literally like shut I will shut that shit down so fast in my own life where I'm like no like you will not be speaking to me that way and like you have no place in my you know, in my personal bubble, but honestly, I, I feel that for people who have to go to the same job every day, or for people who like are kind of locked into the environments for one reason or another that they are, they don't have that type of like, maybe like luxury, um, mm. to tune out like such ignorant, like dismissive, um, comments you know and so I don't really know I could say like oh everyone can like just work from their computer and like you know live in a like kind of like in a secluded cabin and like whatever but no everybody can't do that because if everybody did that it's like I said I like to eat we wouldn't have food we wouldn't have like there are like people who go to work every day and make like this type of I mean as much as I hate how this sounds like there's people who if they weren't doing what they are doing, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing, you know, and I'm, That's real. yeah, and I'm grateful for them. And like, honestly, you know, and I, you know, I don't know, I just, so I don't really I, know. I don't know if it's possible for everyone to just tune out from like that dismissive languaging and mm. to tune out from like the bullying and the dismissive comments, because some people have to still interface with it every day. And bandwidth, just like the amount of energy you have to like even deal with that. You know, it's like, I remember yeah. when I was working like a full-time job back when, before I had my breakdown and it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of like conspiracy videos. That was like right when conspiracy was hitting the airwaves on YouTube and I was staying up late and watching all that. And like, I did have a heart problems and I know that's a relatable issue for some of us and I had to slow mm -hmm. it down and that yeah. kind of like got me, but I was going to say is that like, I think it is something cause I'm, I guess I was trying to say that I know your journey to get to the cabin in the woods and it was not like easy or 
like it was earned yeah. is what i'll say like oh, you, thanks, you girl. earned that and i'm just saying that like it's you could and you could have made choices to like not be in the cabin and that's not to say everyone like even has those choices but it is to say like for everyone wondering like meredith works super you work super hard to get where you are and i think a lot of people make these decisions well, you had to like stop doing certain things and you like the idea of getting out of like a certain environment, you know what I mean? There's just yeah. lots of things that you have to make where it's like, I'm going to choose me, like kind of multiple a succession of that. And eventually, and not everyone can do that. You know, by the time I realized that was possible, like I don't have kids. And for me, a woman like that would not be something that would be on the table really as, as accessibly if I had another like person, I was literally like, you know, etherically attached to in that way totally. and like responsible, totally. it just would be all about them, you know? And so we all have different roles, like you said, but. And for all the mothers out there and for all the people that suit up and show up every fucking day, like, yeah. I, I don't know what I would do. Like, I just, I'm grateful that you still continue through the bullshit and through the like, you know, controlled destabilization that we're talking about. Like there's people who continue to show up to work every day and there's people who continue to like you know provide like the scaffolding and the background that like I would say like the the very upper upper class in the states does not deserve you 100% does not deserve you <laughs> so but because like it serves everyone it's awesome that people are yeah I always say that like when my mom bitches about like something not being available because we have this like thing that we're dealing with for um our property and it's like well there truly is a time coming in which like like I'm just glad it's the parts there and not like someone can come in five weeks you know what I mean like that's why I'm out with stuff like thank god it still runs you guys what an awesome show it has been yeah definitely yeah what we were going to talk about and that uh that comic-con really delivered And hey, Shane, thank you so much for coming back to join us. We love the um, energy that you provide Gold Pill with. And um, and yeah, we're grateful for you to come join us. So thanks. Yes, and thank you for listening. Thank you, Shane. Thanks, thank man. you, God. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>